Find out the secrets to building your personal brand. Get control in your life by using leverage. Discover the power of outsourcing. The king of the no BS common sense approach to business. Welcome to Confessions of a Virtual Boss, hosted by the virtual boss himself, Michael Brody. Hello and welcome back to episode number seven of Confessions of a Virtual Boss. And as always, your host and virtual boss, Michael Brody. And thanks again for joining me today. I really do appreciate it, as you know. And our episode today is how to get back control of your life by outsourcing to the Philippines. Why is mastering time a must for you? What's it going to give you? What are you willing to do to make it happen? What are you prepared to give? I really want you to focus on a why at a personal level. What would you do with the time if you have it? Perhaps you would spend more time with family and friends. Perhaps you'd be able to take more vacations and have you know, new experiences. Maybe you want to focus your energy on what matters to you instead of wasting life doing tasks you don't want to do. Maybe that's why. So we're going to really dig deep down into this on this, this show today. And we're going to really, really focus on that and ask those specific questions. I'm going to end the show today with, to, with, with specific action steps you can take right now today that's going to open up the possibility of, of, of using that leverage to get back control of your life. As Churchill would say, we will never surrender Britain. You know, remember, that if you've ever seen the war speeches, and I'm 24, but I, um, I like a lot of these old things. <laughs> and that's, you've got to get back control of your life. You gotta fight, you gotta kinda surrender. Okay. Let's just leave the impressions to the pros, Michael. Okay. Let's just cut the impressions out and get back to the juicy stuff. Okay, so before committing to anything, think about why you wanna do it. Me personally, I did it for two reasons. I did it for the first reason was salary costs. Having skilled staff let me take my business to the next level, let me grow it, make more money, grow the business. The second reason I did it was I wanted to get back control. I wanted freedom in my life. If I don't want to work like crazy, which I sometimes do, then it's my choice, not somebody else's. It's, it's, the business itself doesn't even dictate it. It's my choice. If I want to go work from the balcony, as you guys know, I often do. I often do my shows from the balcony. It's, I find it peaceful. I'll do just that. If I want to outsource everything, I just want to work one or two hours a day, four days a week. And that's also an option for me. I've done that before as well. Sometimes I just need to take time out for a few weeks and I do that. The point I'm making is control in your life means leverage. It means applying the laws of leverage through outsourcing. It also means you've got to snowball things by adding the right people to your team. I talk to a lot of entrepreneurs. I mean, I mean a lot of entrepreneurs, all different sides of the, you know, America, Britain, all over the place. And I'm a naturally inquisitive anyway. I'm a naturally inquisitive person. And although I never found the academic side of learning fun, it never motivated me. I do, however, love the art of learning. And I think most entrepreneurs do. You probably do yourself. That's why you're listening to a show like Confessions of a Virtual Boss in the first place. And my own experiences and the experiences I've gathered from other people asking the questions is I've came to the conclusion that entrepreneurs who outsource they generally fall into these categories. Maybe you're in one 
or even two or three of these categories yourself. A, you want to work less, perhaps 15 or 20 hour a week instead of a 40, 50, 60 hour week. Maybe you yourself don't see life as about work. Maybe you see it so much more. Maybe you want to go into business or you got into business so you'd be able to be the boss. Working crazy hours out of necessity instead of choice would defeat the whole point of why you even went into freaking business in the first place. You didn't go in to do the 60 hours. You, you got out the rat race so you could have the freedom to not do that. I know a lot of people who make tremendous, I'm talking fantastic incomes, and have a tremendous lifestyle while working 15 and 20 hour weeks. Believe me, they do. These people do exist. I know it. I know a lot of people like this. They delegate literally everything. They delegate all the tasks between a team of virtual assistants. Some manage to do this with only like one, two VAs and a salary budget of under a thousand a month. You know, it's crazy, but it, it, this happens. This is possible. A lot of people are doing it, especially younger, younger people who, um, you know, who know this exists. B, the, they want to blow the business up. That's another reason. This is the, the next um, the next type of person who falls under this cat, the categories. So category B, they want to blow the business up and they really want to make a lot of money. I'm talking like serious cash here. Think about it this way. If you want to grow your business dramatically in a, in a short period of time, you need to do two things. I'm talking the big bucks here. You need to give everything that you personally have. To the business. You've got to go at it like never before. You've got to go at it tremendously. You've got to go at it like a ball with a red flag waving. You need to give everything, everything, everything. In addition to that, everything's not always enough, especially now because of all this, you know, the application of leverage and outsourcing. You giving everything might not actually be enough. It might have been 20 years ago. It's not now. In addition to you giving everything, you need a team around you so that you can attack every single angle and you can multiply your value and empower other people to be able to, to take it on. What better way to do it? I'll ask you a question. What better way to do it? From, this is a question from a cost perspective and a skill perspective. What better way to do that than hire virtual employees, somewhere like the Philippines, from $400 a month who can totally dedicate themselves. Remember, total dedication is the full time, the full works, the full shebang to a specific area of your business. Whether developing sites, whether calling customers, whether social media, perhaps even customer service, whatever will add value and grow the business, that's what is important to this category of person. This is what's important. So figure that one out. C, category C, option C, whatever we want to call it, we can call it whatever the hell we want because we're in charge, is outsource yourself for total freedom. Many one-man bands, solo entrepreneurs or individual professionals, do this to tremendous success. I have friends all over the world, but one of the first who used this model way years back, this was even before I was involved in, in you know, the, the virtual outsourcing game, wasn't even involved in this industry back then. And it was a pal of mine called Andy. He had a web design development business, okay? He charged two, three grand for a website. This is pounds, by the way. So that's like, for, at the time, like five, four, five thousand dollars and he was um, he was getting the four or five thousand bucks or two three thousand pound. And how he did it was he hired two full time developers in the Philippines. He had a back end guy who knew Python and and Django framework, was a software guy. And the other was a front end graphics guy. He did the flash of the site. He he made it look the part. You know he made it look shit. 
um, you know, he, he really made it look the works. He also, the guy who was doing the front end, also had some basic knowledge on analytics and things like that. So what Andy did was, remember, this is just Andy. He had Andy and two guys in the Philippines. Andy's based in, in, in Newcastle in uh, the northeast of England, which is my home city, incidentally. And he spoke to clients, and Andy would go meet the clients initially. He'd discuss the project, and he'd keep them updated. However, so as far as the client's concerned, there's Andy, and maybe he's got a team for him you know, in the UK. However, he outsourced all the mechanics of the business. All of the labor-intensive tasks in the business, he more or less replaced himself, didn't do them himself. He took himself out of the day-to-day business, and he spent his time doing other things, such as golf and vacations. And, and, and actually, the golf led to more clients. It does actually work, you know. You know. But he did, that wasn't the predominant reason he did it. He did it because he wanted to. And I've spoken, like seriously, guys, I've spoken to so many people. And I've also felt the same way as you're probably thinking right now. If you get choose option C, if you're if you fall into category C, where you want to outsource it or replace yourself, you you begin feeling guilty that perhaps you're being lazy. Trust me, I felt that way. I felt as though you know, come on, I've got friends who are going to work, they're, they're working crazy hours, stressed, you know, I haven't got time for anything. I've got all this time. I'm doing what I want to do. Something's not right. I, I, I felt guilty. I felt guilty for the people who weren't living the life I was living. But it's bullshit. It's bullshit. Here's the thing. You feel that way because of what society's trained you to believe. In fact, you're not lazy at all. You shouldn't feel guilty. You're smart. You're actually applying the rules of the game. And you're living life on your terms. You're not conforming. And remember, conformity is the opposite of courage. Which of these three? Okay. Now I'm going to get down. I'm going to ask you the question. Which of those three appeals to you? Which category would you put yourself closest to? Maybe you'd put yourself in one or two categories. Some people want to blow a business, make a hell of a lot of money. They also want to have the freedom and the control. So think about those three. Think where you would be. That's the important question of all this. And let me ask you. What in life is important to you? What would you decide to take back control of? And what possibilities would you embrace? What will you do when you get back control? I say this real specific, okay? But taking back control of your life means, firstly, you have to have a clear image of what it is that currently sucks in your life. Or what do you do and wish you were not doing? What tasks do you sit there and think, Christ, I don't want to be anywhere in the world. I want to do anything, literally f***ing anything, but not this task. Ask yourself that question. Remember, choice is the root of leverage. First, you make the choice. Then you decide. Then you use leverage and you outsource by hiring VAs and virtual assistants to do those things. Growing a virtual team. Here's the thing, guys. Growing a virtual team is not difficult. People are going to try and sell you on the complexity of it, the challenges, the cultural differences. It's bullshit. They're doing it because they're trying to sell you on a system or they're trying to sell you on a way to get money from you. It's not the case. This is not difficult. Not difficult. I'm a 24-year-old guy and I'm do- I've am i been doing it for you know a number of years now, three or four years. Um, 
just like when I had the, I talked about this on previous podcasts when I had the shops, 17, it's not difficult. I mean, I was a 17-year-old kid, got the stores in the biggest shopping centre in Europe, for Christ's sake. It's not difficult. Really isn't difficult. Growing a virtual team is not difficult. Like, like anything in life, it's only difficult when we as humans make it difficult. People making things challenging, people putting self, you know, self-prophecy um, obstacles in the way, or whatever <laughs> I would want to call it. And usually that stems from fear. It stems from uncertainty. And looking around us at all the people in life who are failing. And by the way, failure has nothing to do with money. And I'm a fan of money. Like, like most of us are. I like the books. I like the money. Yeah, don't get me wrong. I like, the, I, you know, I like the dough, the gout, whatever we want to say. But a person who is failing is not someone who is not super, super wealthy. It's someone who blames circumstances instead of taking accountability and control of the life. Failure is conformity. Growing a virtual team goes way beyond temporary cover. We're not talking about taking a two, three week vacation and getting someone to cover while you're away and hope the ship doesn't sink. Hope that the business doesn't burn to the ground. Hope that you don't come back to, to tatters and, you know, the remains of Rome. It's not about that. It's about taking back control and creating something that is not a temporary fix. But instead, it's a long term, sustainable way to build and grow businesses, a way to live your life. And removing the parts you don't like. So instead, you, you know, you can replace them with things you do. Okay, so I'm going to give you some action steps right now. I'm going to give you some action steps you can take from the show today. Things that hopefully will help you. And I know they will, actually. If, as long as you take these seriously, they're going to help you. Same steps I took when I first began outsourcing. Number one, what things do you not like doing in your life or business? Number two, what would you rather be doing instead of doing those things? Spending time with family, traveling, perhaps playing golf, working on other areas of the business where you add more value. Whatever it is for you, just write it down. Whatever's coming to your head, write it down. Don't think too much into it, but you know whatever's coming to your head immediately is the things you should be writing down, really. Number three, why is getting back control in your life important to you? Why is it important to you? Number four, what jobs and tasks could you outsource? Make a, make a list of everything that you don't want to do or perhaps things that you should be doing but you're not doing right now. Maybe you're not updating social media daily. You're not doing, you know, um, frequent blogging or different, whatever it is for you, customer care, customer service calls, whatever it is. Write it down what jobs or tasks you could outsource. Number five. What skills would your virtual assistant possess? What skills would they have? What specific areas in the business? Really think about that and write it down. Get a picture of who it is you need. Number six, how much can you afford to pay your virtual assistant? What budget do you have? What salary budget do you have? Really think about this because ultimately the salary budget is what your time is worth. Let's say it's $500 a month. Just to pluck a figure out the air. Say four hundred dollars, five hundred dollars. Let's say five hundred dollars a month, hundred and sixty hours a week. That's like three bucks an hour. Is your time worth three dollars an hour, 
what's that like two two pound twenty an hour? Is your time worth that? Is your life worth two pound twenty an hour to be doing something else? Number seven, do you want a part time or a full time virtual assistant? Now this depends. I mean, I don't know where you are in life at the moment. I don't know. How, you know, maybe you're just starting a business. Maybe you're not in business. Maybe you want to outsource some tasks you do for your current employer. <laughs> Some employers would get pissed if they found out, but the truth is you're actually shown initiative. And if the work's getting done, then who gives a crap? It's about results at the end of the day. Results are what count. Bullshit walks. Number eight, what's your plans for the business and your life moving forward? The next 12 months, the long-term goal. What do you want more than anything else? And how can leverage get you that? Think about those questions. And write them down. It's super important this. Write them down on a piece of paper and then start to design a game plan for your life and for your business. And remember, you can have control. You can use leverage. You can get rid of the crap and you can bring in the good stuff and you can do it. I know it because I do it myself. I often tell people this, but it is not fucking difficult. It is easy. People are going to try and tell you it's difficult because they're going to want to try and get big fees out of you to sell you the secret. Don't buy it. You don't need it. It's not difficult. It's not challenging. It's just about deciding what and then taking the steps necessary to do it. Okay, so it, guys, this has been a great podcast. I've really enjoyed this show. Um, I enjoy every show, actually, but this one in particular because I know this one you can really take you know, the steps I've outlined above, and you can really start taking action today. It would be great to hear from you. Tweet me on Twitter, at The Virtual Boss. Alternatively, check out my website, www.michaelbrody.net, which is specific towards outsourcing, leverage, and hiring virtual assistants. Thanks again for listening to Confessions of a Virtual Boss, and I hope it's helped. Take care, and I will... See you next time. This is Confessions of a Virtual Boss.